Help me give it up for the best pastors on the planet, Pastor Russell and Sam Evans, please. I love your pastors. Love them in, in L.A. and California. We have this phrase that's very L.A. contextualized. It's, uh, it's basically ride or die, which means we're, we're fully committed. It's, it's, yeah, it's an interesting. I never knew your pastor. Like, I knew, but I did not know. Was that a track or was that legit? Was that straight up? Oh, wow. Wow. Man. Oh, woo, woo. Qué cosa loca este muchacho lo que hace aquí en este lugar. Una pura locura. I, I have a word I want to share with you. Uh, one, so, you know there's places you go to because you have an assignment and then there are places you go to and you have an assignment and God says, he, he buy, he just, and then you become enamored with it. You are not the normal cup of tea. I absolutely love Planet Shakers, and I know we're about to see something truly remarkable across the world. So right now, real quick, let's expedite the process. Mark chapter 10. Verse 46. Here it is. I'm going to break this down for you. They reached Jericho. Somebody say Jericho. Touch your neighbor, the one you like the most. Tell him Jericho. Touch the other one, the one that thinks you like them, but you actually have issues with them. And, and just say Jericho. They reached Jericho, and as Jesus and his disciples left town, a large crowd followed him. A blind beggar named Bartimaeus was sitting beside the road. When Bartimaeus heard that Jesus of Nazareth was nearby, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Verse 48, this is the pushback. This right here is the cancel culture. Amplified exponentially via the conduit of one verse. Be quiet. And by the way, it has an exclamation point in the original language, which means the person who was offended by the shout, shouted. Ironically enough. Be quiet, many of the people yelled at him. But he only shouted louder. Son of David, have mercy on me. When Jesus heard him, he heard him. He heard his shout. He stopped and said, tell him to come here. Well, they called the blind man. Cheer up, they said. Come on, he's calling you. Verse 50, Bartimaeus threw aside his coat, jumped up and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Rabbi the blind man said, I want to see. And Jesus said, go, for your faith has healed you. Instantly the man could see. And he followed Jesus down the road. I want to speak to you on the subject matter in the next 30 minutes, 29 minutes, and 11 seconds. Raise the volume. Raise the volume. Raise your volume. I don't care what you're going through right now. I don't care what's been happening in your life. Somebody in Melbourne, Australia, is about to experience victory, breakthrough. Somebody shout like the blind man Bartimaeus. Prompt Jesus to look your way. Raise your volume. Raise the volume. The subtext for the message is Jericho and the shout 2.0. 
You got to go back. You're going to get that Jericho and the shout 2.0. And the second subtext would be silence is not an option. You, you may be seated for, for just a couple here. Number one, open your eyes by opening your mouth. Open your eyes by opening your mouth. When Bartimaeus heard that Jesus of Nazareth was nearby, he began to shout. Shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He did, did he whisper? He nodded. He engaged in a golf clap. He did what? Because your eyes will never open until you open your mouth first. Vision is connected to praise. I'll repeat that for the hearing impaired. Vision is connected to praise. <laughs> he worked with what he had. He could not see, but he could praise. He could not see, but he could shout. His optics were weak, but his vocal cords were strong. And here's the word, planet shakers. Stop focusing on what's weak in your life. Stop focusing on what you do not have. Stop focusing on what's broken in your life. Here's a word for some. Use the blessed area of your life in order to attract God to the broken area of your life. It's not about what you're missing. It's about what you have. Stop whining about what's missing. Start shouting about what you already have. Mature Christians don't just give God glory for what he gives. They give God praise for what he takes away. 1 Thessalonians 5.18, be thankful in all circumstances. What you already have, what you need. Touch your neighbor, tell him you already have what you need. Here's the word for someone. Tell your other neighbors, stop whining. Stop complaining. Start praising for what you already have. You already have what you need in order to see God show up in your circumstance. I'm going to tell you what you have. You have a faith that moves mountains. I said you have a faith that moves mountains. You have a shout that brings down walls. You have a joy that cannot be explained. You have a peace that passes all understanding. You have a grace that is sufficient. You have an anointing that annihilates the yoke. You have a gift that cannot be revoked. A destiny that cannot be stopped. You have mercies that are new every morning. You have the strength of the Father, the grace of the Son, the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Hey, you have Jesus. You have everything you need. Colossians 3.11, in this new life, it doesn't matter if you're a Jew or a Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free. Christ is all that matters. <laughs> the Bible doesn't, the Bible, la Biblia nunca dice, the Bible doesn't say that Jesus was attracted to the man's blindness. Uh, I'm going to mess up your never do your biblical due diligence Greek exegetical extrapolation he wasn't attracted to the man's blindness and it wasn't that he didn't have empathy or compassion no he was they were en route he wasn't attracted to the blindness he was attracted explicitly to the man's shout 
I'm a, this is going to mess you up a bit. He wasn't attracted to Bartimaeus the blind beggar. He was attracted to Bartimaeus the worshiper. I feel a breakthrough coming right about in 18 seconds. There is a shout inside of you that when it comes out of you, there is a shout inside of you that when it comes out of you, I said there is a shout inside of you that when it comes out of you, it will prompt God to look your way. Somebody shout like you know your breakthrough is coming. The problem is that we want God to focus on our need instead of provoking Him to focus on our praise. You attract God by your praise so He can focus on your need. You attract God by your worship so He can focus on your weakness. Psalm 47 verse 1, shout to God with a joyful noise. The shout of triumph with the loud voice of praise with a shout of celebration. There is power in a holy shout. There is power in a holy shout. Isaiah 54 verse 1, sing, O childless woman, you who never gave birth, break into loud and joyful song, O Jerusalem, you who have never been in labor. Your shout says, my season, my life is about to radically be changed. Now, I want to I point something here that very few touch. He was at the entrance to what city? We read it. Somebody say Jericho. Why is Jericho famous? You got to go old school to find out here. Why was Jericho famous? Joshua and the Israelites, many years before, they, they did what to prompt the walls of Jericho to come down? They shouted. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the blind man in the same place did the same thing. You're going to get this in 32 seconds. It was part of a cultural meta-narrative. This is why it's important. Your testimony must be shared from generation to generation. This is Jericho's shout 2.0. The same thing that his father's 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 father did many generations before. Do you think it's a coincidence there's a blind man who takes it upon himself to shout right in the same region where years before his forefathers shouted and they occupied the promise when the walls came down. I'm here to tell you to get ready. You're, don't your children don't tell your children to pray show them how to pray don't tell your children to praise God show them how to praise God don't tell your children there is power in the name of Jesus show them there is power in the name of Jesus somebody shout like all the walls are coming down lift up your hands the power woo, of transferring over to the next generation. The legacy of faith. Oh, somewhere down the road. Let me prophesy now. This man shouted, Jericho. His forefathers shouted, Jericho. Your children will walk upon the ruins of what you shout down in your generation. 
No, you're not hearing me right now. I said your children and your children's children and your children's 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 children will walk upon the ruins of what you shout down in your generation. Can I prophesy? The wall in front of you will be your children's bridge. So whatever hell has created and has placed in front of you, not only will you shout that thing down, one day down the road if the Lord tarries, one day down the road, two, three, four generations, if the Lord tarries, somewhere in a digital picture, it'll probably be digital, in a virtual reality digital depiction, somewhere in some beautiful complex, there's going to be your picture, three, four, five, six generations down, and then all this family will be gathered, and, and they'll be gathered and they're going to have your picture right there in the frame and they're going to go why is that person there and they're going to go oh that <laughs> because prior to that that's my great 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 grandmother prior to her my family was known for alcoholism prior to her my family was known for drug addiction prior to her my family was known for divorce and brokenness but but she did something it's the reason why we're here right now she received Jesus she she accepted Jesus she became a Christ follower and we we walk upon what she brought down in her generation somebody shout like every wall has to come down Ooh. lift up your hands raise your volume your wall will be their bridge repeat after me my wall will be their bridge with a shout, Joshua and the Israelites brought down the walls of Jericho, Joshua 6.20. With a shout, Gideon and his 300 soldiers defeated the Midianite marauders, Judges 7.20. With a shout, the Ark of the Covenant was brought back to the camp, 1 Samuel 4.5. With a shout, Bartimaeus received his miracle, Mark 10.47. And with a shout, guess who's coming back for us? I said, with a shout, guess who's coming back for us? No, I'm not making that up. The, he's not coming back all nonchalant, all politically correct with a whisper. The Bible says, 1 Thessalonians 4, 6, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout. There's a shout coming your way. Somebody shout like you know God's about to do something amazing. Oh, with a shout, with a shout, with a shout, a shout, a shout, a shout. Our shout, our praise, our, our worship expression continuously delivers the message that both heaven and heaven, heaven and hell understand. It's, it's why we do what we do. It's, Open your eyes to pushing back. He shouted, he shouted, he shouted. Son of David, have mercy upon me. And verse 48, here's the pushback, be quiet. Someone will always attempt to lower your volume. The haters of truth, love, grace, and hope will want you, will want us to lower our volume. There's an attempt, but I want you to hear this. They will criticize you. They've criticized me. They will criticize you. If their praise did not make you, their criticism cannot break you.
We are not defined by the likes of many. We are defined by the love of one. So you may have been told to be quiet. If, if in the past three years, a circumstance, a problem, an issue came up and tried to lower your volume, raise one hand. Your volume means your testimony. Your volume means the expression of your faith. Your volume means the magnitude of your worship, of your praise. Not just the audible that comes via the conduit of your mouth, but through your actions, words, deeds, and thoughts, your relationships, the A to Z of who you are, raising your volume, letting the world know that Christ is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. If you've been there in the past three years, something try to lower your volume, raise one hand. If you've been through so much in the past three years that everything attempted to put you on mute, raise both hands. Things that showed up here and here telling you what's equivalent to stop praising, stop worshiping, stop praying, stop giving, stop loving, stop living holy, stop doing the right thing. It's not worth it. Be quiet. Stop it. If, it has, if this has been a season where forces both external and internal showed up to silence your praise and squelch the noise of your faith, and here's what God gave me, and I wrote it down. Get ready, because you are about to raise your volume like never before. Oh, you're not hearing that. I said, you're, you are about to, God, you are about to raise your volume like never before. If that's you, if that's you, raise your right hand and repeat after me. I'm about to get louder. Tell three people about me around you. Tell them I'm about to get louder. Tell them I'm about to get louder. My prayer is about to become more effective. My faith is about to go higher. My life is about to shine brighter. My praise is about to get louder. Somebody tell your neighbor, raise your volume. There's a sound coming out of Australia, coming out of Planet Shakers that will be heard around the world. I repeat that for the hearing impaired. There is a sound coming out of Australia. There is a sound coming out of Planet Shakers that will be heard around the world. I'm gonna say that one more time. There is a sound coming out of Melbourne, Australia that will be heard around the world. If you believe it, lift up your hands. Asia will hear it. All of Asia will hear it. And I mean all of Asia will hear it. Africa will hear it. Europe will hear it. America will hear it. Latin America will hear it. Every single continent, it'll be so loud. You know why? By the way, a shout cannot be ignored you missed that a shout cannot be ignored no you missed a shout cannot be ignored there's not a devil in hell or a demon on earth that will be able to stop the sound that lifts up the glory if you're ready to raise your body lift up both hands <laughs> Psalm 35, 27. Let them shout for joy and rejoice who favor my vindication. The Lord be magnified who delights in the prosperity of his servant. 
more people are about to come to Jesus as Lord and Savior through your testimony than ever before. More people are about to be saved, delivered, healed, transformed through the power of God, through your testimony than ever before. Let me wrap up and pray for you. There are certain people that would like, certain proponents that would like us to go away. There are certain groups that would like us to lower our voices. There are certain entities, ideologies, and proponents that would love us to stop saying that Jesus is the only way. There are certain critics, just like Bartimaeus had, that would love us to stop saying that every life is sacred from the womb to the tomb. There are certain haters out there that would like us to stop saying that God made men and women different for a purpose. They, to all those that would like us to stop saying that Jesus is the only way and that his love and his mercy endure forever. For every single, are we streaming? Oh, great. Are we really? Thanks. Well, to everyone out there who would love the church to lower our voices and to, and to shrivel up in an echo chamber of mutual affirmation and to engage in Sunday psychotherapeutic, narcissistic, self-absorbed, ritualistic habits. If you would like us to be silent, if you would like us just to be loud here but not loud out there, I need to warn you, take, find some anxiety medication because the church is about to get louder than ever before. Somebody should break out right about now. The bride is about to get louder than ever before. The redeemed of the Lord are about to get louder than ever before. We are about to raise our volume. And it's not to annoy anyone. It's not to confront. It's not volume for the purpose of provoking, for exacerbating discord and hatred, quite the opposite. Love cannot be silent. Truth cannot be silent. Compassion cannot be silent. Mercy cannot be silent. Acts 2.14, and Peter stood up and raised his voice. There is a generation of Christ exalting, spirit empowered, Bible-believing, devil-rebuking, demon-binding, blood-washed, <laughs> cultural reformers and societal architects that are about to rise up. If that's you, lift up your hands. If you're ready to raise your volume. The moment I, on multiple occasions from the White House to Congress to what we do in Hollywood, I've had people literally tell me, hey, Sam, quote, not making this up, if you lower your volume, I don't mean about the volume, I mean, if you stop being so vociferous about your commitment to Jesus, like I do a lot of interviews on Fox and CNN and different networks, and in every interview, I have a commitment with him that I will mention Jesus. And it's, if, 
So all you gotta do is YouTube it, Google it, because it's funny, because I, I get, I, by the grace, I've, I've been brought in for different subject matters, not just faith issues. Immigration, education, uh, global, uh, geopolitical, a bunch of issues. And for whatever reason, in the interview, I'm, I'm with Shannon Reed, I'm on Fox News or Sean Hannity or whoever it may be, and they're interviewing me, and it could be something totally non-faith. And I wrap up, and you'll see it. And at the end, and they'll go, and they go like, yeah, and what do you think about the geopolitical implications for the Jerusalem, for the embassy being moved from Tel Aviv? And, blah, 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 blah. and I go like, well, the geopolitical ramification, blah, blah, blah. And then I finish, because at the end of the day, there's still power in the name of Jesus. And it's like... And, and, Look at me like, what, what just happened? <laughs> what, what? But they bring me back. <laughs> Jesus, that's it. Never lower your volume. Don't lower your volume. Everybody stand with you. are standing. Open your eyes to leaving things behind. Bartimaeus threw aside his coat, jumped up and came to Jesus. He put aside his coat. To you, that may be a random act to a poor blind man who is a beggar that coat is one of his few possessions he threw away he put aside arguably one of the last things he owned he's conveying a message by throw, throwing away putting away his beggar's coat just by hearing the voice of the Messiah he's already saying I don't live there anymore oh you missed that I'm not, I'm not that any, I just encountered just, I'm not even, hmm, and already I'm not what I used to be. I need you to shake your neighbor, tell him I'm not who I used to be. No, tell him, tell him I'm not who I used to be. I don't talk the way I used to. I don't think the way I used to. I don't walk the way I used to. I don't even pray the way I used to. I don't live the way I used to. I am. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Galatians 2.20. You're not where you used to be because you're not who you used to be. What God places upon you is directly proportional to what you're willing to put aside for Him. When you let go of the things that define you as a beggar, He will place upon you the anointing that will define you as a believer. What do you want me to do? Jesus asked. What a question. The blind man said, I want to see. Hmm. And Jesus said, go. Your faith has healed you. Instantly the man could see and he followed Jesus down the road. Follow Jesus. God conquers, we possess our children inherit. God conquers, we possess our children inherit. All we got to do is put aside the coat. Let him open up our eyes to what we have never seen before and follow him. And it all began because he was willing to raise his volume. So here's how we're going to wrap right now. I'm going to count to three. You're going to raise your volume, not in some expression as part of the, just the gathering in the atmosphere. But as a prophetic act, like, God, I will never permit any circumstance to put me on mute. 
who you are in me, with me, for me, and through me will never be muted. I will never be ashamed of who you are, regardless of who I'm with, where I'm at, whatever circumstance I'm going through, I will raise my volume. My volume will never be muted again. Quite the opposite. If the devil knew better, he would leave you alone. Because every time he comes against you, you have a contract after today that if the enemy comes against you, you're going to raise your volume like you've never raised your volume. Like Are you with me right now? If all hell breaks out against you, throw away, <laughs> raise your volume. Raise your, one, two, three, somebody shout like you know that Jesus is... Raise your volume. Come on, planet shakers. Shout like you know. Shout like you know. Go. Raise it. Raise it. Raise your volume. Raise your volume. Raise your volume. Raise your volume. says Pastor Sam I've permitted things to just mm, maybe just a little mm, just mm. and today God's telling me to mm. the moment the moment I refused to lower the volume the moment I refused and I'm gonna be honest there was a temptation there because it comes with promises I was told you lower that you stop being a Jesus freak Sam more movies in Hollywood more stuff more this, more that. And, I'm, and God just said, ha, 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 ha. He just reminded me. God reminded me. He just reminded me of a little thing. The Lord giveth. And the Lord. Yeah. So I said, I'm not, I'm not playing that game. Yeah, because the same God who opened the door is the same God who could. It's his door. If that's you, if you're willing to say, today I'm going to raise my volume in all aspects of my life, whatever sphere, be it wherever God has placed you, whatever area in the marketplace, whatever your calling may be, you're, you're in high school, you're in college right now, you're, you're, in, you're in your relationship, in your future, in your dream, in your purpose, in your assignment, you're going wherever I'm at, this whole thing about just silent Christianity comes to an end right here, right now. I'm going to raise my volume through my testimony, through my love, through my compassion, through my integrity. If that's you, 
if you're all of my societal architects and cultural reformers, all of my politicians that are here, all of my doctors and scientists and educators, all of my this planet shakers, you just don't shift the atmosphere, you create atmosphere. I need you to understand that. All of my creative, all of my artists, at the count of three, jump out of your seat, join me here. One, two, three, go. Get ready to raise your volume. Go, 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 go. Lift up your, oh, I sense the Lord. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Lift them. Lift them up, lift them up, lift them up. There's an anointing right now. There's an anointing. 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 Just by you stepping out. Somebody shout! Raise your volume! I feel a breakthrough! 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 publicly you should be louder Monday through Saturday than what you are here on Sunday again this is way beyond yes your praise and your worship but it's about your testimony the volume of your integrity of your pursuit of righteousness of exemplifying Christ, which is the glory of God, of you shining. Yeah, we're about to see something amazing take place. Put aside that beggar coat, you're not who you used to be. You don't live there anymore. That's not who you are. The moment Jesus show up, you're no longer a beggar. That's what the man putting this aside. I'm not who I used to be just by hearing him, just by him communicating. In his presence, you're no longer a beggar. Lift up your hands. God's going to open doors that no man can close. No man. There's not a devil in hell or a demon on earth that can shut down what God is opening in your favor. You will change the world for the glory of Christ. Because your volume, your commitment to biblical orthodoxy, which is a fancy term for the truth of the gospel, the authoritative word of God, your commitment to eternal truth, your commitment to the fullness of Christ, and never quenching the Holy Spirit. Because of that, God's going to give you platforms where you can shine His light. Matthew 5, 14 through 16, John 1, 5. We're about to see darkness flee through your life. More people will come to Jesus as Lord and Savior this year through your testimony than all your previous years combined in the name of Jesus. 
kingdom of heaven will advance in your specific area like never before. So with your hands raised, repeat after me. Today, I open my eyes by opening my mouth. Today, I'm fully committed. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, all that I am, all that I hope to be, fully committed to raising the volume. I will never be silent. I will never be on mute. I will raise my volume on good days and bad days, on sunny days and rainy days, on days where everyone loves me, and on days where I don't even like myself. I will raise the volume. The world will know you through me. In the name of Jesus, amen. Oh, can you just do one more thing? Can you get louder one more time and just shh? Hey, planet shakers, in the name of Jesus, let's...